do sports betting daily. How are we doing on a, a Tuesday? Oh, God. It's, I already think it's Wednesday. I'm already skipping ahead. It's Tuesday still. What's happening for those who listen to the earlier pod? We did yesterday's pod this morning, and now I'm just getting back to this one at 6 o'clock at uh, uh, Denver time, Mountain time. So what's happening out there? How was your day? How's your week going so far? A lot of you know I'm getting my uh, shower replaced. It's a good process. Actually, I like I like the people who are doing it. They're they're doing a good job. It's looking good so far. I would prefer that they show up on time, but I mean, let's not get picky, right? Let's uh, let's just let's just let this thing go. It's looking good so far, so we'll keep that going. But I wish I had a chance to do the pot earlier. Whatever, we're here and we're going to talk about futures. All about uh, look, MLB's coming up, right? Baseball starting, and for the next couple months. There's not that much to bet on. I know a lot of you out there, whether you watch baseball or not, you just got into betting or you've been doing it for 10 years, a lot of you are going to be sitting there one Wednesday morning at work and you're going to see the Cubs are playing the Cardinals and you're going to be like, ah, oh, God, I want to get in on this game, right? There's, you're going to want to bet the game. I just know it. All of you out there are going to want to get involved in some baseball. And for those who do like, like uh, uh, Major League Baseball, it's, it's an interesting year, right? A lot of changes. The shift rule... The, the pitch clock, it's going to be a really fun year to see how these changes impact the game. Now, we're going to talk about that on other shows specifically, but today we're going to talk about futures. How do you bet futures before the season starts? I think opening day, what's it, Thursday? So come up here in a few days. We've got plenty of time to make our final bets for division winners, home runs, you know, the home run champ, who's going to win the Cy Young, uh, the World Series bets. So, Obviously, a lot of us like to make these futures. They're fun. But today we'll talk about why futures are made, the way you should make them, and maybe a couple opportunities here or there. So before we get into that, special thanks to uh, to uh, Better Edge online, B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com. Better Edge takes everything we know about sports betting and pretty much makes it irrelevant because they've gotten rid of the VIG, aka gotten rid of the risk for everyone out there. So start making more when you win, losing less when you lose with Better Edge. Online, B-E-T-T-O-R edge.com. Put in promo code SBD when you sign up for a uh, free 20 bucks, actually. You don't even have to put anything in. They'll just match, or not, not even match. They'll not match anything. They'll match a, a, a imaginary $0 with 20 bucks of your own. They'll give you a $20 bill if you sign up. BetterEdge.com, promo code SBD. All right, let's get to it. Um, f- multi-way markets are futures. Okay, that's one thing we have to remember. So futures bets in the MLB, hockey, soccer, basketball, football, doesn't matter. You're always going to find a couple good futures bets every year. They're always going to be there for a couple of reasons, the reasons that we're going to talk about on today's show. So the first thing you want to remember is futures are always multi-way markets. And we've talked about this before, but multi-way markets are unique because obviously there's multi-bets, right? A non-multi-way market is just a two-way bet, a binary bet, a spread bet, over-under, yes-no, right? That's a normal bet. Once you start getting three, four, five options, then we call it a multi-way market. Now, fundamentally, there's nothing different, okay? It shouldn't be viewed any different than a normal bet with two options. But be aware that these sports books are going to sneak in these little vigs, these little taxes, wherever they can. They're going to take advantage of you wherever they can. And this is one glaring situation, okay? So that's kind of why these multi-way market bets are bad, because you will get taken advantage of. But there's two ways that you want to bet these things. Let me take my jacket off. I'm getting so hot here in this... Oh, God. It's like 90 degrees in here. Okay. 
And I got some Dr. Pepper. You know how long it's been since I've had Dr. Pepper? I had some uh, Burger King for lunch. I had a Whopper. Whopper with cheese. And I go no mayo, no ketchup. I don't like any of that stuff on it. But yeah, so I got my DP. Okay, where was I? So there's two ways that you can bet futures that I think are like fundamentally profitable approaches and, and how, how pros, you know, bet futures. These are the way you, this is how you want to do it. So the way you want to bet futures is either finding teams that are mispriced, <laughs> which kind of sounds very obvious and, and, and to the point, right? Uh, that's what we do for, you know, betting sports. We want to find teams that are mispriced, but that exists on a very different scale that we'll talk about in just a sec. So finding teams that are mispriced and then building a winning portfolio. And this has to do with getting a lot of different futures bets in your portfolio that are going to cash maybe to in some combination to make you money at the end of the year. So those are the two ways that a lot of people use futures. Now let's focus on the first, finding teams that are mispriced. So every preseason for every sport, there's going to be a couple teams with a real outside shot to win that are mispriced. And when I say win, I'm not talking about win the title. I'm talking about win the, the bet, whether the bet is to win the World Series or to win the American League East. Okay, so the bet is the bet. But there's going to be teams that are overlooked every year because these bookmakers, they do a decent amount of homework, a, a, a decent amount, but they don't do as much as, as the, the pro bettors do. They dangle those lines out there, offer low limits. These bettors come in, hammer the limits into place, and that's how these lines get, get moved. So... What you're going to find is there are teams every year, whether it's college basketball, NHL, or Major League Baseball, that are underpriced. And what we want to do is use books against each other. Because really, when you look at it, all of these books are going to be different for these multi-way futures markets. Now, if you look at a typical, let's say, Lakers-Milwaukee Bucks matchup on a Wednesday night... Pretty much every website and every sports book is going to be the same line. Okay, If the Bucks are minus five, they're going to be minus five at MGM. They're going to be minus five at Caesars, minus five at sports, Sportsbook, minus five at Bet Online. They may be minus five and a half somewhere like DraftKings, who knows, but that's like as big of a difference as we get. You're never going to get a huge difference. That's not the case with these bets preseason. Let's look right now. In the MLB, odds to win the World Series. Now, as we talked about, you're probably not going to find your best bets at the top of the chart right now. Wait for those teams to go on a cold streak before you bet them, right? And not every team will, but that's the generally how you want to look at it. The end of the mar- the end of the list here, we get teams like, you know, the Baltimore Orioles on Bet Online right now, one hundred to one. You look at Superbook, they're forty to one. You look at uh, 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 DraftKings, they're eighty to one. So that's a huge difference: forty to one, eighty to one, one hundred to one. And you're telling me that team won't fluctuate through the season, have ups, have downs. The Cubs, the Marlins, the Rangers, the Royals, the Reds, the Pirates, the Tigers, the Rockies, the A's. Now, when we get down to like the Rockies, the A's, the Reds, okay, maybe these teams don't have as much of a shot, you know, to win the title as other teams. But well, yeah, the Reds as well. But you know, that's the point here. Is you're gonna find teams down here. I would say right now, like, not the Twins forty to one on Superbook, but let's go over to Bet Online. We get. The, uh, let's see here. The San Francisco Giants are 70 to 1 on Bet Online. Okay, the Giants are 70 to 1 Bet Online. I think that's a pretty decent price. I don't think it's bettable, but I think it's decent because you look on Sportsbook, they're, or a Superbook, they're five, uh, 50 to 1, they're 40 to 1 here, 35, 60. Like, like, that's a good price, right? So 
that's what you want to do. Look at other books, see what they're charging, and you can suddenly say, okay, maybe I can find some good value just because this one independent book has overlooked this one independent team. Because for futures, books don't use some conglomerate conglomerative system, if that's a word, to, to, to make these games up or, or to get this together. It's all individual. It's all based on what they think. So that's so important to remember. It's what each individual book thinks. You can find real discrepancies in some prices. But overall, you're going to find teams that have a real chance to win that are being overlooked. And even to take it a step further, during the season, once the games get going, these are even harder to reprice, okay? You're talking about it's difficult to price right now what the Twins should be. Let's say they start the season 10-4. and Well, now what are you going to price them, right? In in a 162-game season... Do those 14 games even matter, <laughs> right? Like, probably not. Like, statistically speaking, probably not. Okay, at the end of the year, are you going to look back at those 14 games? Well, I mean, look, they started 10-4. and four. Can you believe they finished whatever it was? No. So, the books are going to change. I guarantee that. If the Twins start 10-4, and four, okay, they're going to go up in the market. They're going to be much, much, much more expensive in the market. If the Phillies, who are right now 14 to 1 on Superbook, start poorly and they start 4 and 10, well, now they drop down to 30 to 1. So these futures bets are really so volatile. They're all over the place and they're unique because each individual book is making their own. Now, here's where a lot of pros make their living with this is making a portfolio of a lot of different futures, okay? I'm going to use an example I have right now. Not the same money amount. Don't get that in your head. It's not the same money amount, but a, a, a an example in the NHL for the Central Division champion. Who will win the Central? I'm going to give you an example of, an, of a situation I have set up to where it's very profitable, and I have bet many different teams in this situation. Let me take a sip of my Dr. Pepper real quick here. <laughs> Hang on. I know it's not good for you, but I do like that Dr. Pepper. All right. So NHL Central Division. Here's what I've done throughout the season. For a lot of you who know, I bet the NHL, you know, for that's like my best sport. And I have looked at these futures bets throughout the season, and I have all different kinds of futures. I mean, we're talking pretty much every division, Stanley Cup bets, everything you can imagine. And I have done a really nice job, I think, of setting myself up for the end of the year. And I'm going to give you my example for the Central. So I have four bets, okay? And this is what people don't understand. There's people out there on, you know, Twitter or whatever, gambling Twitter, who go, I don't get it. Why would you hedge? You liked that when you made it, and the, the bet's obviously profitable now. So why would you hedge? Let's use this as, as an example. Colorado Avalanche, when I made the bet, they were uh, plus 500, okay? This was early in the year. They were not doing well. Five to one. So you bet 100 to win 500. Well, let's say I put 200 on the Avs to win 1,000, okay? So I have a bet. Early in the year, Colorado Avalanche 200 to win 1,000 to win the Central. And then some weeks go by, and Colorado starts to play well, right? And now they get down to maybe like even money, minus 110. There's a lot of people out there who would say, dude, you've got a minus 110 bet with the price of plus 500. Why the hell would you ever hedge or buy anything off? You liked Colorado when you made it. Why not ride with Colorado? And, and the point here is to set yourself up so you, it's not necessarily about winning a bet, right? Now, it depends on what your objective is when you're betting sports, but for me, I'm talking about the most profitable way to approach this long-term, okay? So if your goal is to make money with this whole situation, you don't just want to say, that's like an ego thing, 
Hey, that's my bet. I'm riding with my bet. Let's go. You want to put yourself in a spot where you're going to make money. It's like investing in a portfolio in, in, in stocks. You don't just want to buy Apple or Google or whatever it is and just let it ride. You want to diversify. So you think that over the long run, if one tanks, we're still going to make money here and here and here. Okay. So that's the same thing here. So Colorado, you bet 200, make a thousand. Well, now Minnesota is looking like a decent price at, at, at plus 750. And so you bet Minnesota. Okay, and so now we have now we have bet for Colorado two hundred to win a thousand on uh, uh, plus five hundred, and then Minnesota one hundred to win seven fifty on plus seven fifty, and at the same time of the season, Winnipeg, let's say, which I have this in my wallet, that's why I'm saying this. Winnipeg, we also get a plus seven fifty. I know right now Winnipeg's not that. I'm telling you what I have in my wallet. Okay, what I have in my portfolio. I had Winnipeg plus seven fifty, and I also have Dallas at plus two ninety. Okay, so I have four futures bets. For the NHL Central Division, Colorado plus 500, Dallas plus 290, Minnesota plus 750, Winnipeg plus 750, Colorado 200 to win 1,000, Dallas 200 to win 580, Minnesota 100 to win 750, Winnipeg 100 to win 750. So here are the outcomes, regardless of anything. Okay, If each individual team wins, this will be my total payout after all the losses of all the other bets. If Colorado wins the Central, plus 600, based on that payment system. If Dallas wins, plus 180, 180 bucks. If either Minnesota or Winnipeg win, plus $350. Now, go look right now at the NHL standings. Tell me you would like to be in a situation where if Colorado wins, you make 600. If Dallas wins, you make 180. And if either Minnesota or Winnipeg win, you make 350. You're not losing money in any situation. You're not sacrificing anything. That's how you set yourself up to win with futures. Now, I've got to say this. There's a big, big, big key to all this, a big, bold headline you can't ignore. These bets have to be made at different points during the season strategically. And let me tell you something that's easy to do. Get caught up, get, get impatient in December or, or January for the NHL. When the season ends in the beginning of April, right? That I, I trust me, I've dealt with it. We all do, but you have to get these at a very strategic time. Dallas during the year has been as high as plus four hundred, and I kicked myself, you know, that I didn't get that. But I'm happy I got them at plus two ninety or whatever it was because they're not that now. And Colorado, I got them five to one. They were at one point seven to one, but currently they're like minus one twenty five, right? So this you can't do this preseason. Now, maybe you get one of these teams preseason, but this is about maintaining and buying on, buying off during the year. So that's why a lot of people use futures. It's really important to remember that you don't just make one and root for it. A lot of people just use this to build a way to look for winning opportunities later in the season. So that's futures. That's how you look at multi-way markets. We got to get out of here. Appreciate everyone listening. Uh, good luck, whatever you have going on today or tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow right here on Sports Betting Daily.